0: Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to another episode of our podcast show. A show where I have raw, honest and unscripted conversations with members of the 150 community. If you want to know more about 150, 150 community, go to 150.co. That's one, number one, F-I-F-T-Y dot C-O. Today, we have another member by the name of Shazwani Afza. Welcome Shazwani.
1: Hi. Hello. Assalamualaikum.
0: Waalaikumsalam. How are you?
1: Okay. Fine. Alhamdulillah.
0: How's the MCO plus Raya going?
1: Okay. Um, honestly, at first it was okay but um, as it you know, became longer and longer and I feel a bit over, overwhelmed. Lah.
0: Ah, plus I see. the
1: la uh, Plus the raya it was my first time of celebrating it um here in Slango because usually every year we never miss of celebrating it um in Kelantan, ah uh, in my hometown.
0: Oh, you're Kelantanese.
1: Yes. Same <laughs> here. Same here. Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah,
0: Kubang Kerian and Wakaf Baru.
1: Ah, well, technically, uh,
0: Kampung cenderung batu lah, but people don't know that place, so I just say Wakarbaru, Oh yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> Mine is um, Bacok in and uh, Bacok and Tumpat.
0: Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. So both from Kelantan, eh?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I miss Kelantan too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Because it, this it, year
0: is Kelantan punya uh, turn because uh, we alternate my wife and I Perlis, Kelantan, Perlis, Kelantan, Perlis, Kelantan
1: uh, I So this year is Kelantan
0: turn I, and I have to miss it because of COVID-19 Alamak, sad lah
1: What to do? And, yeah, yeah,
0: what to do, kan? Uh, so, It's okay, safety first Safety okay, yeah. as long as everybody's healthy, uh, probably a good idea not to visit your grandma and grandpa during this time since they yeah. are of higher risk. So it's probably for the best la as long as you can call them ke, Um
1: uh-uh, video We did some video call, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, At least they can see your face and hear your voice okay lah uh,
1: too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway Shazwani, uh, probably not many people know who you are like in the public sphere. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of your friends already know you. So, if I were to introduce you to the world, what would you like to be known
1: as? Mm, I would describe myself as um, as an eldest in the family who has been um, I don't know ab- obligated to be a role model to my siblings since I was born. Mm. Maybe. And then um that kind of role model is quite um a fail to me. It's like a fail to me because um I faced some struggles these few years. So um uh oh, one more thing is I restart my uh, pursuing my um higher education mm-hmm. at 23. <laughs> so I, I just restart. Um is supposed to to really start for higher education in 2015 because I took SPM in 2014, but yes. those six years has been so much struggles and it was a long journey lah for me. It was a turning point in my life.
0: Oh, so you restart your degree, is it?
1: Uh, um no. I start with diploma actually this year. Mm. Yeah, I was in degree. I have, um, I was already a degree student but then I quit, Uh, Mm -hmm. I quit and then I pursue my diploma uh, started on this January lah, Uh, just finished one semester.
0: I see, I see, must be tough. Um, I'm sure you had a good reason to quit because it's not uh, just an easy decision to just quit your academic pursuit, right?
1: You no, know, no, it was not. It was a really hard time, tough times. Um, with, you know, with myself and my family. Yeah, there, there's a lot of things to think about to take such decisions. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, walk me through this. Uh, idea that just because you are an eldest, therefore you are. Um, I'm not sure what you what, what you use, but is you did you say obligated to be a role model?
1: Um. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I, feel, I see. Uh, yeah, I feel that. So,
0: did did your parents uh, say that to you directly? Like you have to be role model for your siblings.
1: Yeah, they they used to, um, yeah, they used to tell me that that I have to become a role model to my siblings, to my brothers, because they will see me as uh, um a benchmark a if I can say like mm. yeah I, I was a Budak Pandai in school so I yeah I strive a lot in school. I got straight A's for UPSR, I got straight A's for PMR and then yeah great result for SPM as well and then I pursued to my science foundation. It, it was all okay until it comes to degree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I see I see so we 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 share a lot in common in terms of oh not just being Kelantanese but also mm-hmm. um I myself was a, a straight A student from UPSR to PMR to SPM mm-hmm. but I wasn't the eldest though so that one that part I couldn't relate but I okay. still I still remember uh growing up with my eldest uh brother
1: mm-hmm. now
0: I I I couldn't remember but I think I believe we didn't see him as a role model per se, right? I see. Wow. But he was just the first child who was, who was, uh, you know, uh, who had more experience than us. I mean, that's, that's basically it,
1: Mm-mm. right? I understand so that, he,
0: yeah. he, w- he would tell stories like, oh, you know, mom and dad used to do this, da 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 da. We're like, okay, okay, cool, chill, boy, chill, okay. <laughs> so, so, I mean, we, we, um, I, I mean, I, I respect him for that, for having more experience. So he paved the way for uh, a lot of things in my life. But it doesn't mean that I follow his footsteps. I didn't follow his footsteps. Um, I make my own footsteps. I paved my own way. But having him around uh, does help to, you know, uh, at least open the possibility of what I could do, you know? Mm, Yeah. I don't know if you call that role model, but that was my eldest brother lah.
1: Oh yeah, I understand. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the pressure of being a role model mm-hmm. came mostly from your parents or your siblings or yourself.
1: Mm, maybe I was taught to be a role model since um I was a child because mm. um, I know that it's just the way that I, I've been brought up. Yeah, my, my parents always said that to me, you you must be good. You must excel in your studies. You know, your brother is going to see you as this, as this. So if mm-hmm. they see you as a sister who can do something that people say that um, a bit impossible or something that's tough or hard. So they would think that if my sister can do that, I can do that too, yeah. It basically, it yeah.
0: Oh, okay, I understand, I get it, I get mm-hmm. it now. Mm-hmm. How does it feel though? Like uh, from you personally, being in that situation where your parents told you you have to be a role model and you expect to become a role model, how do you feel about being put in that situation? <clears throat> Sorry, being put in that situation, Because um, first and foremost, you didn't ask to be the eldest, right? It's Mm -hmm. just um, something that Allah has chosen for you. But then you're put in this situation where this is the expectation that people put on you. Probably not the same expectation as your other siblings. I'm just Mm -hmm. wondering, how does it feel to be in that situation?
1: It was okay in school, in, in primary school, in secondary school, but um university, I don't know. Um it just gets um tougher and tougher. Especially in degree, I was started to to feel a bit off. I feel that I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Not not being a role model to my siblings, but I can't do the the struggles that that I was facing at that time. Mm-hmm. But it leads to a thinking that I also failed to be a role model. So yeah, it, it was really tough for me because in degree I was um decided to end the degree um early early than than it it is supposed to be actually. But I thinking see. about my parents, my siblings, so it went way to up to semester 7. Uh I quit my degree at semester 7 at 7 semester yeah.
0: I see. Well, oh, mm. must be tough. But then yeah. you restart your degree, right? Is it the same course or is it a different course?
1: Oh, different course, different university.
0: Different course, different university. Yeah. Uh, do you mind sharing what course are you taking now?
1: Um, I'm taking diploma in management. Yeah.
0: Management, okay. Yeah. okay. Any particular reason why you chose that particular course? It's very interesting.
1: Um. Yeah, actually, because um, I I've seen all the subjects before I, uh, take the decision to 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 sit for that course, so mm-hmm. I find it very interesting because I can relate it to myself um a a lot quite a lot because I was um, some some kind of leader university. Yeah, I was the mm-hmm. president for this this particular club university, the the, the previous university. Yeah. So, yeah, I love the skills that I would um, uh, that I will be learned in this um, course. Yeah, I can relate myself to to the course a lot.
0: Ah, interesting, Mm-mm. interesting. So, using this particular course, uh, I'm guessing you saw a pathway of a of, of a possible career, maybe or something that you want to explore, right? Mm,
1: yeah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. For at this point, yeah, not no. Oh,
0: interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, not what like is it that you want to do?
1: One.
0: Oh, yeah. So, what is it that you want to do with 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 that degree? I mean, obviously, uh, take note that you don't have to have a career that follows your degree, but obviously Mm -hmm. um, the most obvious uh, of pathway is to follow that degree. So using uh, the knowledge of management, Mm
1: -hmm. uh,
0: where do you see yourself going?
1: Um, At this point, I see myself um, to become a business woman, actually, but it's still in, in planning of what kind of business I want to do, how I want to do, how I'm going to start to do it. But yeah, that that's actually the one that I've been thinking of and I discuss it with my my mother of starting a business together. So mm. let's see, inshallah.
0: <laughs> wow, inshallah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wish you all the best. That's very interesting. Ah, inshallah. <laughs> and I'm guessing that this is something that you really want to do. Eh?
1: Mm, yeah, kind of, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, that's good. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Not a lot of people can say that, Shazwani. Not a lot of people can say that, oh, I am doing exactly what I want to do. So that is something that uh, I think you should celebrate like, at least.
1: Mm-mm. After all the hard- <laughs> <upper> hardships.
0: <and laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking Talking about hardships, because right now we are in MCO, so mm-hmm. all of us are experiencing hardship together mm-hmm. in a way some more than others some different than others so what kind of hardships that you are experiencing during this mco and how do you cope
1: what kind of hardships um the mm. the most hard um hardest uh, the hardest part in mco is actually at um on the first raya mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, because I was a bit off on that day. I was a bit moody, so I don't I I didn't have the the feelings of celebrating it. Yeah, I, I d- just wanna shut myself in the bedroom, just stay in the bedroom all day. I, don't, I just don't want to do anything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so sad. But hopefully yeah. hopefully you recover from that.
1: Yeah, I'm I, I feeling better now.
0: Anything in particular happened that day?
1: I'm not sure actually but I just um assume it as a de- one of the depressive episode
0: Ah okay I, so I, you're diagnosed with with depression yeah
1: Yeah yeah Mhm mm-hmm.
0: How long have you have you been living with depression
1: Um since 2018 yeah
0: Okay uh, w- w- was that the reason why you why you quit university
1: yeah
0: ah i see i see Mm
1: -hmm.
0: well this is interesting because Mm -hmm. um i have received many uh emails and messages from people who are in that situation where Mm -hmm. they are struggling with their mental health but they have to perform in university and to be frank they're stuck um whether they need to focus on themselves first or whether they just need to push through until the end, um, until graduation basically. Uh, so, Hi. it's interesting that I'm talking to you right now because you mm-hmm. have the experience, the first-hand experience. And obviously, the outcome will be different for each individual. Obviously, yeah. I don't think you are going to say to everybody, hey, quit university.
1: No, no. Yeah, <laughs> I, right. So, <laughs> so,
0: your choice should not be copy-pasted by others uh, black and white. But s- since that you already experienced it firsthand, do you mind sharing uh, that experience with us today? And what? What were your thought process that led you to decide to make that very difficult decision, quitting mm-hmm. university?
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, so let, let me start off how I ended up in engineering course <laughs> because the, the previous course was the wow. engineering, yeah. Mm. Um, so after I, I finished my foundation, I don't really know what to do. I don't. Really know what kind of course that I want to take. So I asked my father as, as usual. And then uh, my father said, What do you like? I said, um, well, I like um at maths, I also like um chemistry, maybe. So he was like, um, okay, sure. So what kind of course do you want to do? So I said, Maybe major in mathematics or major in chemistry. And then, he said, um, oh, instead of taking major of mathematics or chemistry, I think you should take um, engineering, maybe mm-hmm. chemical engineering, because um, for him, it's, it is the combination of uh, chemistry and maths overall. So at least that was, I, uh, that was what I understand about chemical engineering lah because, he is an energy and chemical engineering yeah my father is a chemical engineering mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i believe i believe him for for someone talking about his own car- career so yeah i i was convinced that it is my, it is maybe the best for me so yeah i just pursue mm. it for the, so the first choice i um I put was uh chemical engineering, the second was electrical engineering and yada yada yada. But I get I got the the second one, the electrical engineering. So I didn't get the chemical. I get uh I got the electrical one.
0: Okay, electrical, uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. It was okay at first because I just follow the flow, but it's getting tougher when it comes to uh, Was getting to second year, maybe in third semester that I started to to feel something is wrong somewhere, but I, I don't know where, I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. So, but what I I didn't realize is my feelings has already. Um, you know, trying to say something to me, but I I didn't realize it. So uh, I just go, I just went on, I go with the flow. But as um, when I think that now, I realized that in April two thousand eighteen, I was mm-hmm. in um, second year or maybe the yeah yeah maybe in second year mm-hmm. in April two thousand sixteen. Uh, it was the month of my birthday so I said mm. to my roommate um, please don't wish birthday don't wish my birthday okay <laughs> so it was I don't know why but it it was kind so yeah that's why I said to her don't wish um me my birthday don't give me any birthday wishes and don't do not tell anyone that it it my birthday is around the corner do do not tell that to anyone, so i I turn off the notifications on Facebook and all so that mm-hmm. people won't get the notifications my my birthday notifications you know what I say yeah okay yeah, yeah. um, and then um yeah it start, it started from that point and then. Um, Until the Ramadan in 2018, it was overwhelmed. I kept on crying during my solah. Oh, wow. But I still don't know what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Must be frustrating. <laughs> to, yeah, to feel yeah. all those emotions but not knowing why.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was very pr- frustrated to me. And then okay, um, okay. I... I didn't remember. I I can't remember. I think. Um, you give a talk at, uh, Faculty Veterinary UPM. Do you remember that?
0: Uh ooh, UPM about eh?
1: about mental health. To be uh, what year here, was it? Two thousand eighteen, maybe because I remember I wasn't um, being diagnosed yet. Two thousand
0: eighteen UPM mental health. It doesn't ring a bell, not because it's not significant, because um I had many talks. A lot of talk, the,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, so I can't
0: remember all of them. But yeah, I, I've been to UPM. That one I remember, yeah, I've been to UPM. So it was 2018 and about mental health, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, you were I was there. there? Yeah, yeah, ah. I was there. I was there hearing you, uh, hearing your talk, uh, watching you. And then, um, if you re- if you remember, la, there, there was... um. A video of about an eagle's life, maybe. An and eagle's
0: then, life. Well, it's start to coming back to me slow. Eagle's life. Eagle's yeah, eagle's
1: life. life like um, uh. Um, Is it
0: during the intermission in between? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Starts to coming back to me slowly. Slowly. Okay. Go on. Go on. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. It was about an an eagle that um, he put um. He needs to to. To pull out his feathers, and you know, to to, to
0: yeah yeah claws. yeah I remember yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah that kind of, of video.
0: Mm-hmm. And so he what? needs to pull his old feathers so that new yes, feathers can grow, right? Yeah, yes, I remember. I remember. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Got and it. Got it.
1: Yeah, I I remember. I cried watching that video. I cried during mm. the talk. And I don't know hey. why 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 am I crying why what 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 is happening <laughs> so it started okay to me is is it possible that I'm having some sort of mental illness yeah it it started to to come to me, and mm-hmm.
0: then
1: I did some personal research I watched youtube videos, I read articles, you know some kind of stuff, and then mm-hmm. i I followed you I followed you and I do ask you some questions um, from the question stickers from the story. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> I have lo- lots of questions from that one. Alhamdulillah.
1: Yes, yes. And then, um, yeah, I, I did ask you some question, and you mentioned about DASS test, D D A S S test.
0: Yes, the DASS test. Uh, yes. Yeah. Depression, anxiety, stress scale.
1: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I took the test, and it came out. Yeah, the the level of depression and anxiety that I had at the time was was high, and I I look at the at the result and thinking, what am I going What am I gonna do? What is this? Is this really happening to me? Do am I in trap trouble? Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't
0: imagine um, knowing that.
1: Yeah. And then I found this um this support group on Facebook. I joined it. Um it was a private group. Um I joined the group and you know I started to to have some conversation with people in in that group with the people in that group. Um I asked them what what to do. I I got this result and then and then what? And they said go to klinik kesihatan. They they will help you. And then, yep.
0: Yep. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I so I went to clinic kesihatan, check. Um, um. I told the nurse that I want to do the dust test again, and the nurse was like, "Oh, okay, okay. Please have a seat and blah 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 blah." And then I see the doctor, so the doctor uh, referred me to to a psychologist. Mm-hmm. mm mm Hmm. Yep, so, that's
0: the proper procedure for KKM. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: It was it was smooth, well, quite smooth. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Well, you yeah. had a
0: good experience, and it yeah. was it was free, right? If I if I'm not mistaken, KKM mm. subsidised that service, right?
1: Just one ringgit for the registration.
0: Oh yeah, that one, that yeah. one ringgit, yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that so how, that's how the, only the thing.
0: Yeah, without without revealing any like sensitive details. How was the mm. How was the session with the psychologist? Uh, okay, let, let me just say the reason why I ask is because mm-hmm. many people are afraid of going to the psychologist. So if you could share your experience with the psychologist, I think that will help a lot of people who are you know, dealing with that fear and nervousness of going to get help.
1: Yeah, I will not deny that kind of situation not 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 um in my perspective but joining the private group support they they also tell some stories some 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 scary stories some judgmental sco- stories but alhamdulillah it, it it doesn't happen to me lah. it didn't happen to me cool. I got I got a great psychologist um after some few appointments she she um, referred me to some psychiatrist and I was diagnosed with MDD yeah yeah it it was really smooth Alhamdulillah.
0: Alhamdulillah well I'm glad that I can hear some stories some positive stories coming out of you know meeting the psychologist I'm, I feel quite uh, sad lah when I hear people say, oh, they went to the counsellor, but then the counsellor judged them, yada, yada, yada. Mm. Obviously, not all professionals are like that, right? Yeah, And all, the yeah. people who, who reach out to me with negative stories are the people who are vocal about it. And there are many people mm. who have, probably have like pleasant experience, but they don't talk about it, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, it
0: may seem like, oh, the negative experiences outweigh the positive ones but um, in reality if you look at it probably it's because not everybody is speaking out the people who are speaking out are those who have bad experience only it's like the news la. the news don't don't report everything just report the interesting ones
1: yeah yeah that's yeah true.
0: Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Um. Uh, I cannot imagine how difficult it is to share that part of yourself, but I appreciate that you're willing to share that part with us. I'm sure that a lot of people find um, solidarity and solace with you in your story too.
1: Yeah, I'm I glad that I shared that. But for your information, actually, the those timelines that I just told you, my parents didn't know anything about it. I just... Went to the Kiki all by myself.
0: <laughs> ah, interesting. Well, yeah. technically, technically, technically speaking, if you are eighteen and above, you don't need uh, yeah. permission anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's so. Yeah. So technically, it's not like illegal, <laughs> ka, ke. And I oh. understand if 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 some people take that route because probably they don't want to worry their parents, ka, or they don't want to uh, deal with their parents' backlash, ka, ke. Apa-ka. So. Yeah um yeah. but but what about right now your parents know about it now
1: um yeah yeah they okay. do know about it um uh, my mother knows um about it um at fifth fifth appointment with the doctor but that was because the the university counselor told her but with my permission lah with my permission yeah that's for yeah that, sure. that's
0: correct yeah that, that that's yeah. the right thing that the counselor did with your permission there the counselor can say can tell to others
1: mm-hmm. i yeah i I meet the counselor my university counselor for a few for a few times, and then he said no you you gotta tell your parents i i it, it's your choice, but this this kind of situation it it needs to 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 involve your parents because it about it. It was about my studies, my 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 personal, you know, feelings, and they should know about it because I can't make such decisions to quit without my parents know. What 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 would they say? What just quit? <laughs> no, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I
1: yeah, it's quite. Yeah, I had no choice actually, but I I glad I tell them. Yeah.
0: How did they process that information in the beginning?
1: Ah, uh, my mom cried in front of the the the, the doctor. <laughs>
0: oh, really?
1: Yeah, it was it was hard, and yeah, we all cried except for the doctor.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs>
1: because it was a lot to to take in, and I understand that because. We can say that in my family, I, I'm the one, I'm the first one who needs who needs to seek help from from mental health professionals. So it okay. kind of freaked them out.
0: I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand.
1: Yeah, they they quite scared. Uh, because yeah, no one has been diagnosed with such things, and this this mental health issues is kind of taboo in my family we don't talk about it that much that's why I, I yeah that's why me myself needs to watch some videos read some articles to know more about this mental health issues mental illness what the difference about this and this and then i mm. took decision by myself yeah
0: i see i see mm. wow i see <laughs> Can I, can I cannot imagine that 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 moment when you have to tell your parents about it, um, yeah, uh it's normal that they cry because you know they love you, they worry about you, and yeah. to know that you are experiencing this um, difficulty must be hard on them as well, but but right now they're they're okay with it, yeah. Yeah,
1: they're okay they're okay.
0: Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So it has been like about two years now. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Are you still going to the appointments?
1: Um. Yeah. In fact, um, the next appointment will be in June, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm, but in spite of the MCO and all that, so yeah, it, it, it's quite difficult lah to set an appointment. But yeah. it's okay. I I'm doing okay now, so. Alhamdulillah. I'm not rushing it lah.
0: Did you do online counseling or, or online sessions during the MCO? Mm, no. Oh, no. Okay, no. okay. Just just asking for my own curiosity because I was wondering how does the professionals um, can serve the people during the MCO. I know that some are offering online counseling, online services. I was wondering, is that like standard? Anyway, that's, that's, that was why I was asking that.
1: Yeah, yeah it's okay.
0: <laughs> Any hustle. Thank you, thank you for sharing that. That's a that's a not not a conversation that I have a lot with people who have a first hand experience. So I appreciate that very much. Yeah. So right yeah, now yeah. you are so right now you are continuing your education. Well, obviously fully online. Again. Yeah. So how's uh, how's online learning has been for you? I know for a lot of students it's super super difficult.
1: Um. Actually, I am not the the right person for you to ask for because really? my yeah yeah because um my university um okay I, I just say the name lah OUM Open University Malaysia it
0: oh memang just, online board.
1: yeah I, yeah see <laughs> right that that but, yeah. yeah
0: but still but still um um the online environment okay just just uh, let's make the question general um mm-hmm. online learning in general uh with OUM. How's the how's the experience has been for you? Is it easy for you to follow? Is it difficult? Do you need like to know uh new skills because of the situation right now with COVID nineteen?
1: Mm, studying in OUM it 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 really not not that tough now during MCO because the syllabus that has been arranged for us is um as is um, arranged by, you know, it, the the syllabus in OUM is arranged for, just for the the professionals, the one who have career, the one who have, already ah, had a family, other I commitments. See. Yeah, other commitments. I see. So, so,
0: so, yeah, I understand. So, the syllabus is different. I get it. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So, even, even the number of hours will be different? Yep. Ah, yep. The, I see. the maximum
1: subjects that we can take In one semester, it's just three. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, you you Mm -hmm. can't take
1: more than that. So, it it wasn't that difficult to study in OUM. You can just do your quiz at night, maybe early in the morning, at at anywhere, anytime.
0: (laughs) I see. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Unintentionally, this become like an like a iklan for OUM. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We're just, we're just sharing stories here. No worries. Okay. No worries. Yeah, yeah. So, so ha, ha, you're in uh, what semester now? The first semester, second semester?
1: I just finished my first semester. The second semester ah. will start um, in June, inshallah.
0: Okay, cool. So, how's, how's the first semester been?
1: Uh, it was great. Um, I feel a lot better. From, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah, from learning in first semester, it was, yeah, a a lot easier than before. I don't know, maybe Mm -hmm. the time management is quite flexible, maybe, or the course is um, better than before. Yeah, maybe the combination of all the factors.
0: (laughs) Cool, cool. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Wow, I'm glad, I'm glad that you're doing fine now. So I guess looking back that difficult decision that you made was, I guess, the right one.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, Alhamdulillah.
0: Mm. Alhamdulillah. But yeah, that's that's what, you know, life is. In the moment, maybe you're not sure is it the right decision or not, but Mm -hmm. you just have faith in your own decision-making process and then you make the decision. And then later on, you found out, oh, yeah, it was the right decision. People say hindsight is twenty twenty. When you look back, everything makes sense.
1: Yeah, but, but just to mention though, just do not, to everyone out there who, who face the same experience um, like me, don't just simply quit your university, no, no. Mm,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, need, I you know. You really yeah. need
1: to think that through, really. It, it wasn't that easy. It was really, really hard.
0: Yeah. Basically, think it through when you want to make your decision. But the the point of this conversation is to let you know that there are options, right? There are choices that you can make. Now, not all choices are easy. In fact, a lot of choices are difficult. Mm-hmm. But they are choices that you can make. And that is something that I think for me, at least it, it frees my mind thinking that I have choices. Even though... Many of those choices are difficult I don't know what about you?
1: yeah, before quitting the the, the university before I do have some choices. The choices um, were one of them was uh, maybe change my my course hmm yeah, uh, but there's some some difficulties that I have to face, like I have to to complete my, the, the whole semester in order to, to change the course. So I I, see. I, I wasn't that strong enough. I wasn't that, yeah, I wasn't strong enough to, to complete the, the one semester. It, it was already difficult to me. I just want to quit. Uh, in fact, I was feeling hopeless and worthless and I, I, w- I've, I was already have the societal thoughts actually at that time. I see. Yeah, all the signs, all the symptoms of depression, it was all coming to me. I just don't know what to do.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I just want to end I everything.
1: Hear
0: <laughs> I hear yeah. you. I hear you. Yeah, it's tough. It's difficult. Yeah, so I'm glad that uh, you made the right choice. Even though it's tough, and right now you're doing very very well, yeah. And um, And it's 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 the break between two semester now. Uh yeah. Okay, and you're begin you're starting over starting again. uh when June?
1: Um, Jan- January. Oh, Jan- oh the, the, so you have a second, long holiday. The set? No, no. The the s- what 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 do you mean? Just now.
0: No, I mean uh, sorry. I mean uh, the second semester. When does it start? Oh, June. Ah, yeah, June. Okay, uh-huh. okay. So you had a short break and then you start over again. Wow, uh, I'm yeah. happy for you. I'm happy for you. I really am.
1: Alhamdulillah, I I am happy too. Yeah, really, it's such a relief to to face all the hardships and you know, start start to a new life again. I feel. Yeah, I just feel alive again.
0: Alhamdulillah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And also, um, hats off to the psychologists who help you. Alhamdulillah. Um, just just want to put it out there that we need more psychologists like that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the horror stories are real <laughs> of people <laughs> who don't really help. They judge you and all that stuff. But, but do know that not all of them are like that. There are many, many, many psychologists, counselors, psychiatrists who are doing great job. It's just mm-hmm. that they don't get the, the spotlight and the highlight they deserve. So I think we should talk more about those positive stories so that people realize that although the negative ones do exist, there are also yeah. positive stories around, yeah?
1: Mm-mm. Are I, you still
0: part of... Sorry, sorry, go ahead.
1: Uh, about the counsellors, I do had some scepticals before, before meeting him because mm-hmm. I had um some bad experiences to be honest in in but in school because yeah I I had some friend issues in school. I told the, the the school counselor and then she told everyone, all the teachers and suddenly the... all the students know it. <laughs> I was like what 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 is happening? I can't trust counselor anymore. No when when no was more this? counselor um
0: i was form five form five well le, as a counseling student, let me just say let me just tell you that that counselor has broke the rule
1: mm-hmm. so it's yeah. not your
0: fault. the counsellor has broke the ethical code Akta counsellor five eight zero but but yeah yeah uh, for for real though that's not that's that's a breach of trust, a major breach of trust, and that counselor should be Reported to Lembaga Counselor Malaysia because that is not cool at all. Yeah, because I think people. Does it
1: apply to uh, school counselors
0: as well? Yeah, yeah, counselors in general, all counselors in Malaysia, all counselors in Malaysia must must be licensed by Lembaga Counselor Malaysia. So LKM Mm. Lembaga Counselor Malaysia is the one regulatory body that uh, sort of uh, supervises or licences all counselling activities in Malaysia. All, all of them. Mm-hmm. So when you use the word counsellor, it has weight. So you cannot just use the word counsellor, you know, willy-nilly. Just, just oh, I'm a counsellor, but you don't, you're not licensed. That's not right.
1: Mm, yeah, so I like,
0: understand uh, it. I can't. I cannot tell people, oh, I'm a counsellor because I took a counselling degree. No, you have to be licensed properly licensed trained and all that stuff. So yeah. Yeah, it applies to all counselors.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, something
0: something interesting that people should know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure because I I did some quick check about my university counselor from the Lembaga counselling Malaysia. Yeah, his name was there, yeah. Mm. And is is still there, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. I think for for future reference, for people who had bad experiences with counselors or whatever mental health professional, please re- please report, because um, it it does make a difference. It does make a difference. The uh, that's why we have all these regulatory bodies like Lembaga Counselor Malaysia, Upper board of medical doctors and things like that. They 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 their aim is to protect the clients, the patients, so that there's no misuse of power or there's no unethical practices, you know? Yeah. Because professionals have to realize that they are in the position of um, a huge position of trust.
1: Yeah. yeah, and yeah that, that's true.
0: Yeah. And it takes a lot, a lot of uh, courage, risk for an individual to just come to you and share their most personal disturbing secrets and problems
1: yeah so so for
0: you to simply just take that and share with people whatever your intention may be it doesn't matter you just share that with people you are really breaking that trust not only not only between that client and you Mm
1: -hmm. but like you
0: said you have mistrust for all counselors right yeah yeah so it tarn- i i was skeptical
1: it, about counselors yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: exactly so it tarnishes the whole profession you see so that's why i said if you if you have a bad experience please report because it's not a small matter it's 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 the image of the whole profession that is at stake and more importantly it is the the service that's much needed for a lot of people out there and if the service itself has a bad reputation, then a lot of people will not get the service they need, right?
1: Yeah. It's not cool for breaking the trust. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, coming I can't from, imagine. A, from a counseling student, uh, I'm quite, I'm quite, uh, obviously, as you can tell, I'm quite passionate about that. Mm-hmm. I want to become a licensed counselor one day. want nah, so inshallah. I wanna, inshallah. Yeah. I want to make sure that the profession is is being revived and the name counselor will not get a bad reputation. Inshallah, that's my goal. My goal is that one day when people hear the the word counselor, it is as if they hear the word doctor. You know, when people hear, oh, my son is a doctor. They were like, wow, yeah. congratulations. Oh, yeah. You have a doctor in your family. Oh, nice. No, you have a doctor. Wow, doctor. And people trust doctors. I mean, yeah. most people, most people, right? they trust doctors that's the kind of reputation that i hope to create or help to create with counselors because um mental health professionals they are as important as you know doctors in the hospitals and they are part of the frontliners too
1: yeah yeah that that's true inshallah I, I i really hope all the counselors out there really just do their their service honestly to because it is difficult for us to open up our stories and share all the moments the the private moments actually that sometimes we don't talk about it to friends and family yeah it it is a huge step for us to see counselor yeah to to trust to trust a stranger is a big step Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. yeah i i really hope all the counselors Don't break the trust between them and their clients. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. I hope so too. I really hope so. Yeah. this goes also for like doctors, whoever lah, whoever Mm. is in the position of helping other people, know that the people you helped, it's not easy for them to just share their problems with you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just true.
0: appreciate the honor that you've been given and protect that trust with, with all your energy, lah. Basically, even even me, even though I'm not a professional counselor, I do get emails, personal emails, and also messages from people sharing with me, like really, really personal stories, and I have to have my own level of you know integrity, mm-hmm. of not just simply screenshot and share with the world. Even though I sc- screenshot some of the messages, I make sure that no identity was shown and so on and so forth. Making sure that the content is not too sensitive. It, it, it takes a lot of thinking before you share those kind of things. You know, whatever intention that you have, you have to understand that this is something precious and personal for the people who share it. So you really have to, like, like uh, what, what the Malays say, menatang minyak yang penuh. Ya. So yeah. all the people's problems, you have to see it as menatang minyak yang penuh. Ya. It's like you are balancing this tray of oil that if you are not careful, it's going to spill out.
1: Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah, That is good uh, that's, for you to, 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 to do such things. Yeah,
0: I try my best. I try my <laughs> best. Um, not, not perfect all the time, but I try my best.
1: Yeah, it's okay. You 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 are doing great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So Thank you. Alhamdulillah. <laughs>
0: so good. So right now, you are you still part of the the, uh, the what do you call private support group thing?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm still in the group, but I I don't I I don't join the group as often as before because uh I don't know. I, at this moment, I just don't. Need the the negative stories, the sad stories that Mm. they they've been sharing in the group. So I don't want to read (laughs) them all.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I understand. I understand. Um, are you do you know of any other support group for Mm. for maybe for MDD? For for mental health in general. Um,
1: no, the one the, the support group that I've joined now is actually for depression.
0: Mm. Yeah. Okay. Is Express- it open for anyone who has depression? It's
1: a private group, so you have to answer some question of why do you want to join the group? Uh what is your reason? Who are you? Are you a, a kind of psychologist, psychiatrist, or just a common people? Ke? Yeah, that, that kind of question. They they will ask you to join the uh,
0: group. I see. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. The reason why I ask is because a lot of people out there may want to know of any support group like before they decide to meet a professional. Maybe they just want a support group. Because a support group, if people don't know, a support group is not... uh, They don't don't have to be professionals to open a support group. They don't have to. Because Mm. support group, they don't do counseling. They don't do therapy. Support group is just exactly what it sounds like. It's just to give you support so usually it is it it consists of people who have similar issues like uh we have a depression support group we have anxiety support group so people who have similar issues they come together and they share stories and they find you know uh, some sort of comfort in the community that they have created you know
1: ah uh, yeah they it, it feels really good to have someone to talk to that Really understand what you are feeling because mm. they feel that as as well and True. yeah if if we ask them some sort of um opinions they they will give them they will get give their opinion, yeah, maybe you, yeah. you want to get help from what do um I need to do if I feel like this like this, do you have any suggestion yeah they they will give you.
0: So the support group that you are referring to before, they're still active, yeah?
1: Yeah, still active, but I I just don't really um
0: Yeah, you join don't want that, that much that negative <laughs> stories, yeah? <laughs>
1: yeah, they they keep on sharing their story. It's it's okay, but I, I'm trying to 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 take care of myself lah. Uh,
0: yeah, I think that's clever. That's clever. Um <laughs> one thing that I would recommend for people this is not um a, like a mental health professional punya advice but just a general advice mm-hmm. as much as possible you you can choose to surround yourself with negativity or positivity. Like what you just did where you make the choice of not joining that group because they share a lot of negativity. You made the choice of not surrounding Yourself with negativity, right?
1: Yeah, the choice is yours. You can yeah. say no, you can say yes, just and you what, can,
0: what you and you can choose to surround yourself with positivity.
1: So, yeah, you
0: can choose just to surround yourself with positivity, you know. But I, I, I give the, this example a few times during my talks, uh, probably not two years ago at UPM, but this is something that, uh, is probably a good experiment if people want to try, you know. Mm. Um, online, on social media, are you aware that they are using algorithms that directs contents that you search online to you?
1: Yeah, I, I, I do realize that, yeah. Especially in, in the explore part.
0: Yeah, So, so the idea is that the idea is that what you, what you search will basically search you back. So, that's the idea. Oh, that's yeah. the idea. The idea is that what you search will search you back. So, this is, this is the experiment that I would like to, to, to tell people. Basically, go on Google and search for the positive things that you can think of. Like, you know, uh, babies, cats... Um, Search for all the positive things. Just go on Google for an hour and search for all the positive things. Um, Search for like volunteer activities, search for whatever positive things. And then see how your, let's say, Facebook timeline changes or how your your Twitter timeline changes. Just see how your other social media sites changes because it does affect your uh, online timeline activities what you search mm-hmm. will search you back and and i noticed this because um, i compare my timeline with my wife's timeline oh. for example on facebook right on facebook because we don't we don't uh, my wife and i alhamdulillah we don't like we don't have to hide our facebook pages so she can go on my facebook page i can go on her facebook page no no worries but i just i'm just interested to know because there's a difference you know when I scroll on her Facebook page I see a lot of like um, uh, you know iklan (laughs) tudung right I see a lot of like cake recipes (laughs) things like that when I go on my timeline there's a lot of like motivational quotes a lot of like uh, things that I'm interested in you know and on her timeline are things that she's interested in and is it and I realized that it's because she searched for those things online, so that's why her timeline on Facebook will reflect many of those things, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. So so I just wanna, social... I wanna,
0: yeah, the social media thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to just uh, let people know that they can try it, and let me know, let me know if it works. It works for me, but let me know. It's it, it's, it's this idea of, you know, you can choose to surround yourself with positivity, just search for it online.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. It's it really po- important to surround yourself with positive things, especially during, during this MCO thing, you just stuck in your house and you need such things.
0: <laughs> what about, uh, I forgot to ask you, what about mm-hmm. like friends, right? because mm-hmm. um talking about positive uh surroundings um you can't help but uh talking about like friends what about your friends right now um do you have like a good positive support system there
1: uh, yes yes actually alhamdulillah they they are great because um but I didn't tell them, though, when I was um, facing those hardships in facing the depression and seeing the doctor and all, they just knew it quite um, late. Lah. I, I didn't mm. talk to them about it. But mm-hmm. when I told them, they was like, why why did you not tell us from <laughs> early? We, we could have we could have helped you? No, they yeah they were great because and I said I I don't want to be a burden. Out oh, that that is one thing. All not all, but most of the mental illness patients will will think that they would be a burden to someone else. That what mm. make them so difficult to share their stories. Yeah, they don't want to wow. be a burden.
0: Well, on that note is there well because because we're already at one hour mark Mm -mm. (laughs) believe it or not yeah yeah (laughs) yeah believe it or not it's already one hour so time flies anyway on that note because you mentioned something very very important a lot of Mm -mm. people with mental health issues they feel like they're a burden on that note what would you like to say to them
1: Um, from somebody
0: who has first hand experience you know what would you like to say to them
1: yeah maybe you just you just have to try to talk at least at least one people maybe one of your best friends i know some of friends will will not give you some um some you know um good feedbacks but i really believe that most of them will help you will support you you just have to tell them they are are not mind reader. You Mm -hmm. just have to tell them. They would help you. If they are really a good friend of yours, they will help you. You just need to tell somebody, don't bottle up it by yourself. It it hurts. It really hurts.
0: And also... Just
1: talk to somebody. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also if i may add even though uh, i don't know if i'm in the position of adding
1: mm-hmm. yeah you know, it's okay you if,
0: if yeah if you share yeah. it with a friend and that friend like judges you or pushes you away or condemns you then at least you know what kind of friend that person is right
1: yeah true true you know you can you can see a real friend when you are facing hardships. Yeah. Yeah. That, true, true. Yeah. That is the time that you can really know who's with you, who's not with you, who who's against you. Yeah. That That is one of the hikmah that you can see from the hardship. Yeah.
0: Hikmah. Very yeah. good word and a very good word to end this conversation on. I believe that many uh, man, many, parts of your story is filled with hikmah and I believe that a lot of people have gained inspiration from your story, Shazwani. Thank Inshallah. you very much for agreeing to share your stories with me today. I really, really appreciate it and I don't take it for granted at all. So mm-hmm. thank you very much, Shazwani. Again, that is all from us. In this episode of our podcast show That was Shazani Afza. I am Ayman Azlan Until next time folks Assalamualaikum Bye